1: live Good morning, good morning, good morning. We are on
0: chapter 16 and seventeen, the last two chapters in the book. Chapter 16 is some cautions and concluding observations. And then chapter 17 is the summary of the science of getting Rich. Yay! We made it all the way through the 12 weeks. I am very excited about that. I'm excited about the outcomes. And I'm excited to hear everybody else's outcomes with the 12 weeks, or at least anything anybody wants to share.
1: So we're going to give it a minute for everybody to get logged in and get online with us. It is Monday, Labor Day holiday. How exciting. We are just here waiting for the rest of our circle to
0: show up and share their story.
1: So, to anybody who's listening to this recording later, hello. good time going back and kind of looking now at the
0: information that I wrote down about where where I was at when we started this group. I chose to write down the whole story for myself so I could actually do a comparison and see the outcome of our group. But I could see the start and then the outcome. Looks like somebody else is on the line. Good hey, morning. Good morning. It's, it's Ellen. Oh, hi, Ellen. How are you? Hi, Cheryl. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Me too. It's you and I right now. Oh, I thought I heard somebody else. Nope. I was just chatting since it's being recorded, so if somebody goes back and listens to the recording, they didn't have to listen to a bunch of dead air. Oh, they'll have so. <laughs> Cool. How's cool. your week? Uh, My week was very full, uh, busy, up and down. Um, yeah, and uh, I was just reading about, you know, that... Uh, as that you know that theory about sometimes uh, darkest before the dawn, and sometimes doubts can creep in, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: like don't give up five minutes before the miracle. So that I needed to utilize that this week. I I felt some discouragement, uh, but it really worked to turn to the book and um, redouble my efforts and keep the faith hmm Nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah, a challenging week, but a good week. Good. That's good. I think somebody
0: else joined us, too. Amanda. Hey, Amanda. How are you doing? I only heard the last few sentences of whoever that was, but I'm in agreement. Hello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hi,
2: Amanda
0: yeah that was that was Ellen hi Ellen (laughs) yeah hi Amanda hi I uh I got back from camp you know and camp is like what we used to experience but I don't know true like true spiritual giants will be not so um, the vibration is so high. Um, it was it was amazing to like come home with that. <laughs> and then about day four, I was like, "God ah, damn, this is the crap that's keeping me from being here like most of the time," you know. Um. So yeah, I had a lot of that this week, and it's funny
1: that, um. I didn't have, how do I say it?
0: It it was like not exactly a money conversation that started to pull me back, but it was a relationship, but of course the relationship is tied to the money stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's hilarious how quickly the money stuff popped up. Like, it, it, it was just, It it was dumb how fast it came out because it was so obvious to me. (laughs) You could have been more subtle. It would have worked better because that was ridiculous. You know, so yeah, redoubling my efforts. Right now I'm looking at my office, which I put all my client work to the side and I have paints and scissors and markers and paper just all over the place and it's like, time to reconnect with my own vision. So that's how I'm spending my holiday today.
2: <laughs> Sounds like you're going to make a vision board.
0: hmm Yeah. It's time. It's been a long time. I mean, I, I just completed a vision board, you know, getting up here to Oregon. Uh-huh. So I had to pull that one down because it's complete. And now it's like, what do I really want out of this next season. And it's funny because um, there's so much more possible in this new space. So I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so disoriented. You know, because
1: it's like reaching for uh, um, stuff that
0: I can only feel. I can't really formulate it into what it would look like in my everyday because I've never experienced it. (laughs)
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Just taking a minute. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's like really going to have me pull on all of my experience and likely the experience of
1: a lot of others to design it. Yes, I woke up excited today. After a good cry last night. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Good. Wow, I'm glad you're here. Helen, yeah. was there anything else you wanted to share?
2: Oh, About your I need or? I need just a minute. Just a minute.
0: Yes please.
1: Maybe you need a minute to formulate or maybe you need a little more time to share. I'm being distracted. Just a okay. Moment. Sorry. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> Amanda, I'm in Seattle right now. Are you?
0: Yeah, I came up here to see my daughter. She was celebrating an anniversary of sort for something nice. that she's been working on for a year, so I came up to celebrate it with her.
2: Awesome.
0: So, yeah, it's flew up yesterday morning, and then um, I'm leaving tomorrow morning to go back home, so it's just a quick in and out, but I wanted to be here to, like, support her and celebrate her, so,
2: yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So, what's the weather like up there? Is it rainy? It's Seattle yeah, weather, so it's gray and rainy, and yeah. So, <laughs> so, it's a reminder of why I don't live here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's funny. Allie was asking me, "Would you ever consider moving back up to the Pacific Northwest?" And I was like, "Hmm, I really like the green up there." So I I came up here, and I woke up this morning, and I was like, "Yeah, no, it's not gonna happen." Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like, we can mark that off." Just so, you know, a reminder. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It'll be funny to see how everyone reacts here because you know, one of one of us tends to be on the depressive side, anyways. So without the sun, it'll be interesting. And then and then there's you know one of us who's like every time it rains hard, it's like, oh my
2: god, I don't love this. It's, like,
0: so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you learn to just have, you learn to just get, you know, gear for the weather. Because, like, I used to go hiking in the rain all the time. Yeah. You know, I just, I had a waterproof jacket and, you know, and I had a few different pairs of shoes. So, um, you know, I could swap out and let shoes dry. Because I actually love being in the forest when it's raining. Like, that's one of my favorite times to go hiking. Oh, my gosh, right? So that part I love, and I don't mind getting the shoes muddy and all that stuff, but it's the lack of daylight is really the thing that's more the thing for me is there's so much gray, and then for so much of the year, you know, the days are so short, right, so to have the days be really short, and then when they're, you know, and then to have the days be gray as opposed to sunny. It was it was a difficult formula. But, I mean, I would just go out. So the rain for me wasn't the thing. It was just the, the LACK OF ACTUAL DAYLIGHT HOURS FOR A LOT OF THE YEAR was, WAS THE THING THAT WAS MORE OF A THING FOR ME THAN ANYTHING ELSE. Mm. So. Alan, DID YOU, ARE YOU, oh, ARE YOU SORTED? Yeah. OKAY, okay oh, yeah. ARE YOU READY? Yeah. OKAY. I'M HERE. I'M HERE. Just, OKAY. Get, did, uh, you wanna, DID YOU WANT TO, DID YOU WANT TO FINISH
1: SHARING? I DON'T KNOW IF YOU WERE FINISHED. UM... Well, I'll, I'll I can kind of recap uh, just that I had a
0: a good week, but a busy week and a really challenging week, and um, I felt really overwhelmed at points and exhausted. And so my it's I mean
2: it seems like my my theme tends to be holding the vision despite um,
0: outward um, appearances. And I think a, a little, I've been battling my belief a little bit, too, because, you know, there were actually some really great things that happened that I, I really wasn't um, acknowledging. You no, know, I think I was sort of focusing on, um, not, I don't think I felt that great this week, I think when I don't physically feel that great, it tends to overwhelm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I kind of had a challenging week in that respect. But, um, yeah, so I'm just practicing holding the vision, uh, holding the vision despite whatever goes, despite outward appearances, and despite um, maybe fear thoughts that go through my brain or
2: that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense.
1: Totally. Yeah. Totally does. Yeah, I had like a like a mixed week, like
0: mostly mostly good, but mixed. Like I had a bunch of just a bunch of interesting things coming up around a bunch of stuff. So, um so I've been needing to move out of my place, you know, the, the condo that I'm in that I'm you know, been sharing with my ex. And so I was just trying to get some things sorted out with that. And so um and I just thought to myself, you know what? What is this book talking about? It's talking about taking the next step and the next step and you know, doesn't mean I necessarily can see what it is, but the next thing that's being offered to me, and I was founding this out with with, you know, one of my best friends. I was like, okay. Here. So we were working through it. And, you know, and she was like, well, it sounds to me like there's a solution right there. And so, which was super helpful, you know. Um, but I just had some fear about accepting, like, the offer that was on the table. And, um, but I thought, you know what? Okay. So what I want to do is just take that next step and just say yes to the offer that's being made to me. And so as soon as I did that, um, because I was waiting to see what was going to happen in Canada before I made a decision about where to live. Because if I'm going to be gone most of the time, I would more likely make one decision than another. But so much stuff is happening in the condo that I'm in that it it forced my hand because I just thought, oh, this is what it's going to be like, and this isn't going to work for me. And so rather than reacting all over him, I was just like, okay, I can just acknowledge this is what it's like right now. Like, this is how it's going to be now. And I can accept that that's the reality of it. And none of it is unreasonable. Um, It's just not what I want. So nothing that's really happening is unreasonable. It's just not what I want. Like, you know, having people come and stay for two or three weeks at a time and, you know, sleep in either, I don't know. I, I don't know where they're going to sleep. I know they're not sleeping in my room. So, and I don't know. He has somebody coming later this month. And so, anyways, I just, I'm not somebody who likes to have people come and stay for weeks and weeks on end and be camped out in the living room. And, you know, there's only one bathroom where there's a shower. So, however many people are coming, we're all going to be sharing the one shower. Like, all that stuff is just like, no. So, And then there's some other stuff that happened. And I thought, you know what? The offer that's on the table for me is actually more peaceful. It would be a more peaceful place for me. There would be a parking inconvenience, but everything else is way more peaceful for me. So why don't I just say yes to that? So as soon as I said yes to that offer, then my Canada thing got extended. (laughs) So I was doing it in the opposite. I wanted to... You know, I wanted to make sure the Canada thing was going to happen first, and I wasn't getting an answer on that. And so I was like, okay, you know what? The living environment thing, and also in Canada, the living environment thing was like cray-cray. So I got that resolved. I've got furniture there now. I've got a car of my own that I can drive. And so there's a whole bunch of stuff there that got sorted out that was a challenge these past few weeks. So it was like all of this stuff that's kind of been challenging me the previous two weeks, basically all got sorted out right before I came home um, for my little stints because I go back up on the 11th. Um, So it was interesting, the thing that I thought was the next right thing was me having an agenda around it. And so when I said yes to the living thing, that's when the other stuff sorted out. So, you know, clearly I'm still having to identify what is the next right thing. So working on it. But it's funny that one thing and in the book where it says, do all that we can do that day because we never know what one small thing could end up being the thing that's the route for a bunch of other things. And it doesn't, says it more eloquently than that. But, um, and I was like, oh, that's what just happened. And, and yesterday, yesterday, day before yesterday, I was in the store, and my father called me to tell me that the Canadian government was interested in a program that we we had just sat around and talked about, like a wouldn't it be nice kind of a program, like to start an incubator up there. And we were like, well, wouldn't it be cool to start an incubator and da 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 And so we were just kind of talking about this idea, myself, my father, and Bob, the guy we're working with up there, who lives up there and who's really well-connected. So he had some meeting with the government in Canada, and they're like, oh, we have funding for an incubator. If you can just submit the paperwork, the, the money is just sitting here. We just didn't have somebody to commit the funds to. Wow, that's awesome. And I was like, what the what? (laughs) (laughs) So he called me. I'm standing in Rite Aid on Saturday picking up my prescription. And I called to make sure he got home okay because he was driving home in his hot rod from Canada. So he tells me that story. And I was like, you are going to be busy. And he goes, I'm pretty sure you said we are going to be busy. Mm-hmm. And so, it is super sweet. And he said, as long as the word you just said is we, then I would say that's accurate. So, you know, he's basically like, teasing me, get your shit sorted out, because you got to get back to Canada." So, it's not exactly in the package I thought it was going to be in. Um, but that thing in the book where it says um, to, when an opportunity to be more than where you currently are shows up because what I'm getting to learn is all this stuff about this business theory that I haven't, that I haven't um, had the opportunity to learn yet. And so I, for me, I can see how, even though this isn't 100% the thing I thought I would be doing right now, it's the building block to the thing I want to be doing. And that part I can see so I can have faith and keep moving forward um, and make a difference for the people that are around me and, and keep moving forward. So, for me, it's actually been, it's been a pretty, it's, I, it's, I'm so grateful. Like, it's been a good week, and I'm so grateful because I have had some, I had a really bad week up in Canada a few weeks ago. So so I'm glad to be having a good week. I'm glad to be knowing I can get moved out of the place that I'm in. I found a solution for parking my car. So, like, all these little city pieces, because my hot rod is my equivalent of my house. So, you know, I ha- it has to be in a safe place because that's the most valuable asset that I have. It's just, it's portable. It's a portable asset. So, you know, I have to be able to sort it out for that thing. So, anyways, um, I mean, it's insured. So, it's it's insured if something happens to it. But I just don't want anything to happen to it because I love that car. So, blah, that's my week. It's been mostly pretty good. It, It's been good, but it's been a challenging road to the good. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) I can't believe we're at week 12. We made it.
0: (laughs) We made it. It's kind of a celebration for me. We, we stuck it out there was a good core group of us that stuck it out so looks pretty exciting for me yeah you guys want to talk amazing. yeah you guys want to talk about some of the stuff in the last two chapters I've already identified them at the beginning of the call so they'll be on the recording Helen. um uh, chapter sixteen: The uh, cautions and concluding observations. One of the there's a there's a couple parts in there that I like starred and underlined and stuff. Um, one of them where it, is um, it talks about and you will find that every difficulty carries with it the wherewithal for its overcoming. So give no anxious thought to possible. Disasters, obstacles, panics, or unfavorable combinations of circumstances. It is time enough to meet such things when they present themselves before you in the immediate present. And you will find that every difficulty carries with it a wherewithal for its overcoming. And I thought, okay, if I can stay out of anxious thought, then if a difficulty happens, it's already going to bring with it the seed of the solution. That was a consoling thought to me. A very consoling thought to me when I read that. And it's really true, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just staying calm and not giving into those those... Uh, I call them hyper thoughts. You know anxiety, and then i I feed into it and then I start freaking out. Mhm and uh, that that was another kind of theme for me this week was um a realization that I need to remain vigilant in my thinking and in my faith and um be a little bit more mentally engaged. Then I had been, I think I, uh, before we started, I had, I don't know, Um, I don't want to, I wasn't mentally lazy exactly, but uh, I think the more energy and focus I put into my faith, um, the less likely I am that a panic will overcome me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think I had been kind of going along like, oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> and then something would come up and overtake me, and I just wasn't remaining as vigilant in a, uh, on a moment-by-moment basis. Mm. And that, it's, it's helpful for, for me to just remain a little bit more engaged um, in faith on a
1: moment-by-moment basis. Yeah. For sure. I I relate to that a lot. I relate to that a lot. And the way
0: this book is written, it's there are things in it that give me little sentences or little things to hold on to that make Mm -hmm. it easy for me, you know, like believing in the truth regardless of appearances. I mean, that's been my freaking mantra for these 12 weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Just, you know, no matter what was going on, I was like, I believe in the truth regardless of the appearances. Because it right-sizes everything for me. It's like, okay, it's just an appearance. And so it's a way of telling myself it's not real. It's like a nice way of telling myself it's not real and it's not, you know, without punishing myself or, you know, being mean to myself about it. It's just like, okay, I'm going to believe in the truth regardless of appearances. And, yeah it's super
1: powerful for me. Yeah. I think it's the one of the pieces that came up for me was,
0: I don't remember exactly how it's worded, but, um, you know, just the idea of, like, being really cautious about who you spend time with and who you mm-hmm. surround yourself with and the teachings. That they share <laughs> um, you know for me, it was like um, I realized that even this week there are oh, I had this opportunity to um, <laughs> I had this opportunity to come across my desk where it was like, and I was like, um." entrepreneurial thing that someone might do if they already had a crap ton of money in the bank and could pour themselves into something that could turn into something big and they could get a piece of it later. There was an opportunity like that with um, someone who was in Good Life Project with me and really nice guy, um, really good. Like, I feel nothing but good intentions from him. Mm-hmm. And I said that the only way that I would do that would be to have my sisters work with me because I couldn't devote that amount of time. But when, because, they, because I trained them and because we're so alike, maybe may be able to divide it between the three of us and really make a go of it. And um, I should take a picture and show you what my inbox looks like. This person has sent me like 30 emails in the last. And then when we were at camp, they were there and they interrupted every <laughs> every meal that we had. Wanted to have meetings. Like and it was this really hilarious thing about um I'm getting more sensitive to the boundary, you know, to the like no, this is my space and this is the vibration that I'm going to hold and all of your anxiety that you're throwing in my inbox <laughs> 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 and coming to my table with, like I am just not willing. I don't care how many millions of dollars are possible here. I'm completely unwilling to deal with that level of stress in my life. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It was like one of these, I was like, thank you for making that so, so clear that <laughs> this is how you're going to play. Cause we haven't even gotten to the actual play yet. Um, you know, I mean, and, and my sisters, you know, they're all like wide-eyed excited about the possibility of all the money. And I just looked at them and I was like, you guys look at my inbox. And he wants your emails and your phone numbers. He has absolutely no respect for any sort of boundary. And so, um, I'm just grateful that you know, because I mean, I that opportunity looks to me like a really awesome manifestation. After all this work and science of so getting rich, right? Like, look at what's possible. And no, that's not it either. <laughs> that wasn't it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I understand. Thanks, but no. Yeah,
0: yeah. Those are those are things I I in those environments I call it. I'd have to be paid combat pay. I'm gonna have to work that kind of a person doing that kind of a thing. I have to charge Mm -hmm. combat pay rates. Right, and you You can afford it. Just you know, exact percentages that you're talking about. Those ones Uh don't come close. Mm-hmm. I have I, a that. Fun, I have a client right now. It's like a husband and pe- husband and wife couple working on a business, and I'm not gonna have the same conversation with them. Like, you guys, they need combat day. Like, <laughs> joking. Oh, it's a it's a nice place to come from though. Like, you know. To have that level of clarity around, mm-hmm. um, like the source of my good, like the source of my supply, it's not <laughs> not these people. Mm-mm, no.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So have you guys uh, done any reading on the
0: other suggested reading? Um, At the end of Chapter 16, it says, uh, do very little reading outside the writers mentioned in the preface.
1: I wonder if you guys have looked into any of the other uh, writers that are mentioned.
0: I haven't, but I got some of Wallace Waddle's other stuff. Uh-huh. So I got his uh, Science of Being Well. Oh, I think that's what okay. it's called. I think that's what it's called, which is about physical stuff. You know, uh-huh. physical health, weight, physical health in general. It's good. It's good. I'm not very far into it. I'm going to admit I am not very far into it. I started getting into it the last couple of weeks, and I was like, you know, what, I don't actually have the bandwidth to do that and this right now. So I just decided I needed to just cool my jets, and mm-hmm. this would probably help me be well until I could get there. But I haven't read any of the other. Um, well, I mean, I read. You know, Descartes. I read. I read him when I was in school. I took a philosophy class, and I heard Descartes. Um, so I read some of his stuff when I was in school. Uh-huh. But the other other authors that are mentioned there, I'm. I think I've read some of Emerson's stuff years ago, but not currently. Did you Did you get some of it? No, I uh, was looking for suggestions if anybody had uh, delved into it. No, nope, I haven't. I figured if uh, for now, what I'm going to do is keep reading any of the stuff by Wallace Waddles. Because um, it's in the same voice, and I figure it would be easy for me to interpret. And you know, my, so that that's my current current plan. But if you get some of it, I'd love to hear about it. I think right. it's I think it's unlikely I'll get into anybody else's writing right now. I'm just going to uh-huh. stick with Wallace's stuff for now because that's what I feel like I have a bandwidth for. But I'd love to hear about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Train yourself person. to think of and to look upon the world as something which is becoming.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that's a really helpful way to look at things for me. Yeah. Yeah, and, the, and right after that, um, and to regard seeming evil as being only that which is undeveloped. Right. All we speak in terms of advancement. To do otherwise is to deny your faith and to deny your faith is to lose it. Yeah, I had that whole section highlighted too.
2: Mm-hmm. Where
0: was that? Um, it's in the it's in chapter 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know which book you have, but it's a it's a few pages into chapter 16. It's on in my book it's one, two, three, four pages in, middle of a middle of a paragraph, a paragraph, middle of the page. The paragraph starts with train yourself to think Uh, in my book it's about four pages in but I don't know which one you have you want me to read it again Amanda yeah train yourself to think of and to look upon the world as something which is becoming which is growing and to regard seeming evil as being only that which is undeveloped always speak in terms of advancement to do otherwise is to deny your faith and to deny your faith is to lose it.
1: Hmm. You found that it's interesting to me. Like the dance um,
0: for me, I like this resonates so deeply, and. Um, it's also funny that I was bombarded this week with a lot of, like, irritation with the way people hang on to positive psychology, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, to avoid dealing with actual feelings of, uh, this didn't happen and I feel really bad, or, um... You know, it's not like sitting and swimming in it forever, but just even acknowledging it. And I feel like this this reminds me of the bene, like of the true benefits of the positive psychology and also it's requires such discernment from me in the moment of like, No, I'm not gonna go there because I don't wanna get I don't wanna lose my faith and have all of this happen. Or is it that I really just don't want to deal with that, the feeling, and maybe the real reason why it happened in the first place? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, I love being this, right? You know, um, there's an actual term for that. It's called spiritual bypass. hmm Have you ever heard of that? Yes. I know. Yep, and that's the thing that I really, um, over the last few years, it was funny because I actually had the opposite happen. So spiritual bypass is like skipping over all the emotions and going straight to being spiritual, right? So for me, like three years ago, I, um, all of my attempts uh, to, or I should say not attempts, but all of my, routine ways of making connections with myself and with my higher power just kind of stopped working mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh and the big message was stop reaching up reach down and um and so for me it was like everything everything up high is all good like we have that nailed it's the stuff that's below that needs attention and work right now. So I've spent a long time, not like being, um, you know, I hate. I don't want to. I hope that I haven't been like a total bummer, uh, you know, just like sunk into this stuff. But I also didn't fight it anymore. And when it came up, I went with it. And so I feel like I'm um, coming back into the place where I can actually um, hold both at the same time in an integrated way, it's just going to take a lot of practice. I just don't think that I could have before. You know, it was either, like, one or the other. I was either going to dive deep and get lost for a little while or I was going to just totally bypass
1: all that crap and get shit done. So, does that seem like the right way to say it, Cheryl? You're witnessing my experience?
0: <laughs> well, two things. One, I'd love to hear more about spiritual bypass, because I've not, never heard that phrase before, so I'd like to learn. Two, uh, yeah, you were, I mean, you were not a bummer, number one. Um, and you were being willing to sit still and become to me, that's what I felt like I was watching as somebody who is willing to sit still and become and shed some things that were, you know, there's a, you know, when, like, when a plane or something takes off, there's this traje- trajectory and there's, like, breaking the, you know, like, if something goes out into space, I have to break the sound barrier. And so in order to do that, if you think about the space shuttle, right, it sheds a bunch of pieces that actually, it sheds it as it's going is it's taking velocity. So there's this Mm -hmm. escape velocity that needs to happen, and when it happens, things get shed. But the Mm -hmm. astronauts inside the space shuttle, they're just, like, sitting there. Like, they're just waiting for the stuff to get shed, right? It's not like they're running, or they just have to sit in their seat and be buckled in and go through escape velocity until they can shed the stuff they need to shed and get to the speed they're trying to get to, and then they can get up and start moving around. And so... I just felt like I was watching you become and let let things just naturally shed away that needed to shed away instead of trying to make it happen or force stuff. Does that feel right? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that's like I is. hit such a I hit I hit I hit my own ceiling. I crashed through yeah. my own ceiling when I Yeah because of the solar thing in two thousand thirteen. And it was just like yeah, a whole lot of shedding. The spiritual bypasses a tendency to use spiritual ideas and practices to sidestep or avoid facing unresolved emotional issues, psychological wounds, and unfinished developmental tasks. The term was introduced in the early 80s by John Wellwood, a Buddhist teacher and psychotherapist. Wow, I've never heard of that. That's awesome. Thank you guys both for that. That's really good. Or to, when, for, to me, it's like, you know, there are people around, they're like, oh, uh, you know, oh, I, I lost my job, just give it to God, or, you know, it, it's, it's well, it, I guess it is just exactly what it sounds like. You know, an unrealistic, um, or, or a skipping over, like, let's leap over what's actually happening and just go, like, 100%, I'm going to give it to God without um doing any i mean for me it's like personal reflection psychological analysis um you know looking at what what i might have done to um cause the situation and you know the to help change my own behavior and it's a it's a big uh it's a big pet peeve of mine <laughs> um and it's uh and I do it sometimes. I, I really see it in other people sometimes and then um, and it bugs me. And I know I do it sometimes too. Oh, I'm just going to turn it over to God. And sometimes that's a good solution. If I've taken all the action I can, it's sometimes good to take a little break and back off and change my focus for a little while. But... Um, yeah, but we think, know when we're doing that, right? <laughs> like we know when we're like oh, I just really don't want to deal with this. So, well, yeah, because I don't, little... I, don't, I don't I don't get that sense of relief. I mean, I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but when I take real action, like for instance, if I'm um I'm having anxiety because I don't know exactly how much I have in my checking account, right? And I if I go oh I'm just gonna turn it turn it over to God and then I go shopping for the day or if you know even if I don't go out and spend money I just don't address it. There's a certain way that I feel physiologically and mentally and emotionally. It's very it's an untethered feeling. I don't feel grounded. But if I take ten minutes and turn on my computer and open up Quicken, enter in some receipts and do some you know, if I really look at things, then I know, you know, and then I feel more grounded. So it's just for me, it's, it's how I end up feeling. You know, do I want to be all tra-la-la, head in the clouds, and not really feeling too great? Or do I really want to take good care of myself and and take a good look at it and get real? That's how I see it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Both of those explanations were super helpful. Yeah, I get it, and I agree. So I, I know that at times I do that, and I know that at times it annoys me when I see people doing that because it's like turning it over to God doesn't mean we have no responsibility in the situation. Like we still have to do our footwork. So
2: yeah,
0: yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure I've, that God is tired of you making that same choice over and over <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, I think God is just up there going, oh, honey, I love you. I hope one of these days you get this lesson because, <laughs> you know, you're getting your ass kicked by it. That's it. that's usually what it is for me when, I have, when I'm when get, i getting the same lesson in almost the same way. All I can think is God is just up there going, oh, I hope she gets it this time because I don't want to see her having to get her butt kicked like that. Oh man! (laughs) Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. That's super helpful. (laughs) That reminds me. Last night I was telling, I was telling uh, Tammy. I was like in the middle of my meltdown, and she's like, "Um, "What's going on?" Because I was thinking about you, and it was kind of scary. And I was like, "Yeah," and she goes, "Well." What does a girl put in her mouth when she's doing a cleanse like you're doing?
2: <laughs> <That's> so funny.
0: <laughs> she's like, "I'll eat some chocolate for you," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's typically my way of avoiding <laughs> 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 some chocolate." Spoken smoking like a friend who knows me really well. What are you gonna put in your mouth if you can't eat sugar right now? <laughs> Apparently, only my foot. <laughs> Chocolate's my favorite. spiritual bypass. I'm just saying, it's not a bad one either. It could be worse, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're asking a cokehead that, so yeah, I think there's something. <laughs>
2: I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> oh, Amanda, know your
2: audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> uh, and this, my friends, is how spirit for growth can be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh
0: man, <laughs> we've perhaps gone round the bend. Week twelve, <laughs> it's the principle of week twelve. We've gone round
2: the bend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, that was good. <laughs> oh man. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, in the same chapter, there's one other
1: spot in here, which I love. Um, when you make a failure, it is because you have not asked for enough. Oh. Keep on.
0: And a larger thing than you were seeking will certainly come to you. Remember this. I'm telling you, I had used that mm-hmm. like a mantra. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because I didn't ask for enough. It's because I didn't ask for... So I love that there is a context for when the failure happens. <laughs> and I love that the context is that the failure means I was playing small, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's how I read it. And, you know, this thing in Canada is, you know, proof of that. Like, I was working so hard to be able to work with a client in California. And, you know, I mean... I'm making like, I don't know, it's like it's 10 times different basically in income working up there as opposed to having taken the thing in Canada. So that didn't, you know, that didn't come to pass, but all that efforting was the right thing to do, right? Because I was taking action. Mm -hmm. I was being in action. And so other things came about when that failure, so to speak, happened. Other things came about, so it wasn't that I was doing anything wrong by efforting in those ways because that was the stuff that was in front of me to do. And that, for me, has been this huge, huge lesson of, you know, it's, you know, the path is not, the path is not a straight path. The path meanders back and forth. It's like a river. It's like flowing with a river. For me, this path of spiritual growth I mean, if, if I think about the way a river will cut through land and it zigzags back and forth and goes all over the place and ultimately you get upstream or downstream, but it is not like a straight line. And, you know, when I fly over rivers and I see that, I'm like, okay, that's just my spiritual, that's like my spiritual, you know, path right there. It just goes all over the place. And, but I'm still heading in the direction. It's just there's all these detours. And I used to see the detours as like something that was taking me off the beam, and now mm-hmm. I just realize that it's just it's part of the process. It's it's the thing I need to do. I've gone off over there because I needed to go off over there, either to learn something or clean something up or be reminded of something, so that when I kind of get back to center of the path, um, you know, I get to take that with me. So this is this is you know up there with one of my favorite sections of the book, and you know because. Uh, so I'm going to share a story. It's kind of, kind of, re- it's related to me, but it's not me. So I'm here in Seattle with my daughter, right? And she's, ha- there's like a bunch of stuff that's happening for her. Like, you know, she was living in a place with some people. They asked her to move out and um, and, you know, and then she got hurt at work and got a concussion. And they put her, they basically put her on medical leave, but they didn't like her store manager did, but not in a nice way. Like, she did it in kind of like a, well, it wasn't nice. And so so here she's on a medical leave, and she's being asked to move out of her shared house that she lives in. So it's, like, hard to find a new place and verify income when you have this stuff going on. And so, you know, so it's been significantly, like, bumpy for her. and um, And so I'm with her yesterday, and we're in... We're in a store, one of my favorite stores, paper stores, because they have all kinds of fun stuff in there, and it just makes me laugh and makes me giddy when I go in there. And so I'm in there, and um, with her, and we're walking around and we're laughing and having a great time, and she's being her, herself that I know her to be when she's feeling good. She's friendly and jokes, and she's just very bubbly and you know, and she has a real penchant for fun and play. And, of course, we're in a store that, you know, has that. And so one of the employees is sitting at a table, like, having, like, arts and crafts time. And Jasmine goes, Jasmine said, did you, like, you know, used to, like, color and stuff when you were a kid in class? And she's like, yeah. And she said, and now you have a job where they pay you to do it? And and the gal goes, yeah. And she said, that's the coolest thing ever. So we make this loop around the store. We get back up to the front, and she's chatting with the people that work there and, they were chatting back and forth, and she said, this is so cool. And so the gal that's standing there said, um, you know, and, and they'd asked her, you know, where does she work? And she said she works, you know, she's a barista at Starbucks, and so one of the other gals used to be, and so they're chatting about that and just having this really nice conversation. And Jasmine's like, this is the coolest store. And so one of the gals that's standing there said, well, we're hiring. Would you like to apply? Oh.
2: And,
0: and Jasmine's like, well, I'm getting ready to move up to Anacordes. And, um, and she said um, is there, you know, if, if I decided I wanted to do it, who would I talk to? And the gal that's standing there who was super friendly, she's just like a really nice public personality, she said, well, I'm Megan and I'm the store manager. But it was the store manager that asked her if she wanted to apply. You can't get <laughs> at her, right? And so, um, and, and so, she's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm moving away and so she looks at me and I just, you know, I kind of smiled at her and I looked at Megan and and then I looked back at Jasmine and I said, well, do you want to take the application and at least just take a look at it? And Jasmine's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. She's like, Megan, could I take an application and take a look at it? And Megan said, yeah. So we left the store and Jasmine and I were chatting about it and, you know, and she's like, well, I'm just going to be living too far away. And I said, well, you know, here's the thing. Maybe it's just the next one thing to do. Even if you don't take the job, maybe you could just follow up with Megan because you don't know who Megan knows, you know, and it would be good practice. So we leave there. We go to this barbecue of her friend um, that she knows, this guy named Fred. So we're at Fred's barbecue, and we're all talking and laughing and having a good time. We get ready to leave, and Fred asks her a question, and then she says, well, I'm actually you know, going to have to move away for a little while and stay at my dad's house because I got put on medical leave, and I, I got asked to move out of my house. And he said, Well, you know, I'm a recruiter. Uh, you know, like, is there something <laughs> I can help you with? <laughs> Aww. And you no. Know, so it's like, so that happens. And then after the barbecue, one of her friends, who's like my age, maybe even a little older than me, was at the barbecue. And we need the barbecue. And then Jasmine gets a text message, and because Jasmine would like to stay in Seattle. And the, her friend texts her and says, You know, I have a studio apartment that's in the basement of my house. Would you be interested Mm. in moving into that? Mm.
1: Like, bang, bang, bang. Wow. Like, all in one day.
0: So my daughter, I I said, and so we were talking about it, because I was saying, you know, here's the thing. Even if you don't take any of those opportunities, the efforting and energy to explore them is the next thing, right? So it's the next action. Mm-hmm. And what, and so the whole reason I'm telling you this story is because I was seeing myself in the story, right? So, because yeah. it's about all of this stuff is coming at us. And if we're in a certain kind of place, God can be raining abundance on us and we can't see it. Mm-hmm. Which is what I was witnessing. So, it was like getting rained. It was like, it's like a student you know? And she's bringing her hands going, I just don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm like, oh my God! Like, <laughs> so I could see myself in the story. I could totally see myself in it. Like uh, that's the, the you know the thing of being able to think in a certain way and act in a certain way. So all the stuff in this book, I felt like I I felt like God could not have given me a better like complete metaphor and so visual and so stunning of, like, look, sweetheart, this is what it looks like. And this is also what I've been doing for you that you haven't been able to see. And not in a negative way, just in a, like, here, I want to show you, I want to tell you a story. That's what wow. I felt like. I, I felt like God was saying, honey, I'm going to tell you a story.
2: <laughs> and then it was like
0: bang, 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 bang. And so, I, and so I said something to her about, you know, like, I think you're just kind of, like, surrounded with abundance and opportunities. And she looked at me and she goes, oh, I think you are the opportunity maker here. <laughs> she's like you're here and it's the day i'm with you you and i are there you're standing next to me all this stuff happens i just had a good <laughs> so we were just laughing about that's it. that's what you okay. call god killing two birds with one stone even right? though god would never kill two birds but you know what exactly <laughs> and so i have this question for you guys i feel like doing this work has created a force field around not just me, but around people around me. Like, I don't feel like God is just, you know, this thing about what what I want for myself, I want for all. And so this is what I'm wondering, and I want to ask you guys this. I feel like in my wanting it for all, I am seeing things bubble. Because, like, when my dad called me at Rite Aid, I know that has a lot to do with my dad. I also wonder if me trying to work, live this, this path in this certain way is extending it out to other people around me, not me doing it, but just me trying to be in this certain way and wanting it for other people mm-hmm. increases the pie for all of us. Do you, I, don't, I don't think I'm articulating it very well. Can I jump in for a quick sec? Yes, please. Um, and I'm 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 breaking the rules, but I'm referring to another book. It's called The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Govel Shin. It's it's in the same genre. I'm going to read something to you. Please um, do. Um, I'm jumping in in the middle of a story. It says. In this instance, the man could never have demonstrated alone. He needed someone to help him hold to the vision. This is what one man can do for another. Uh, One gets too close to his own affairs and becomes doubtful and fearful. The friend or healer sees clearly the success or health or prosperity and never wavers because, because he is not as close to the situation. Much easier to demonstrate for someone else than for oneself. So a person should not hesitate to ask for help if he feels himself wavering. A keen observer of life once said, No man can fail if some one person sees him as successful. Such is the power of the vision, and many a great man has owed success to his wife, sister, or friend who believed in him and held without wavering to the perfect pattern. Oh, love it. That's, is that what you're talking about? A hundred percent. Yeah, somebody else holding the vision, seeing us as successful. It is. It, it's an amplifier. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I inter. I I don't even. Sorry, go ahead, Amanda. Oh no, I don't want to interrupt. No, go. go. Um. Well, I contacted you because. Um. I wanted to see if Ryan could jump in on the, you know, told me that he wants to do the next round. And mm-hmm. he he was telling me, because not only, you know, my husband is such a minimalist, like, who comes from such an impoverished background, impoverished mm-hmm. thinking, impoverished, you know. And um and so he was like, you yeah, know, I think I just, like, came to a realization, you know, just like maybe two or three weeks ago that, I really do want to be rich. Like, there's some stuff that I really want to do and experience, and I can't do it without, I mean, like, basically, that chapter one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he, he used, like, not, he didn't just say the concepts, he usually used exact words and phrases. And I was like, well, it's funny, because it sounds like you've been reading this book. And, um, and what's hilarious is that I've been, in the morning, I just turn it on, and I have it on while I'm doing, like, you know, making my morning coffee and putting the dishes mm-hmm. away, and that's you know just during my morning routine. And so Aaron will come down and he'll listen, you know, and I can I can hear him listening. Uh huh. Uh huh. This literally floating through my house regularly. That can't help but affect you know the the energy of the house. And then Aaron just launched a um. He just launched a video game platform this last week and he's already almost made back his investment in a few days because he was like, I think I want to do this. And then he, and he's done this like lots of times and I don't want to say that he failed at it, but he got taken advantage of, like for one reason or another, it didn't work out.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And, um, of course it was all a mirror of my money stuff. Always. (laughs) This person stole this money, didn't return it, whatever Um, and so he like he just did it, and it just I mean, he's like so lit up, and so yes, I see it reverberating. My sisters are both, you know, starting businesses and upping their prices, and you know what I mean? Like, I just kind of see that the elevation happening for everyone,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: it's pretty profound and I don't even have a specific vision I mean that's the thing I mean I, Ellen you're kind of inspiring me to hold like not my vision but just to hold a specific like vision of abundance for them like like not how it will happen or or what their path would look like but specifically just because I'm just holding the vision of just a general sense of you know good for all I like that idea that you just read about, you know, having a vision for them. So was more specific about just the, you know, ease and, you know, ease and flow of, of financial, spiritual relationship wealth for them. Like to to hold a little bit clearer vision. I wonder what that could, you know, how that could support. So I love that. Thank you for reading that.
2: Oh,
1: you're That's welcome. Good.
2: You're welcome. That's yes, good. Was, um. I think the science of getting rich was published in 1910 and this book was in
1: 1925. Mm. So it's right around the same time. Very okay, really cool. Oh, That's good. Well, the, on the
0: very last chapter, though, I mean, I basically highlighted all of it because it's a complete science, right? But on the, on, on the last page, like halfway through a paragraph, it says, Too much stress cannot be laid on the importance of frequent contemplation of the mental image, coupled with unwavering faith and devout gratitude. This is the process by which the impression is given to the formless and the creative forces set in motion." And so I've been working on, for sure, on my unwavering faith and on my devout gratitude. And so this next 12 weeks around, I'm going to get seriously into the mental image part because I have that and I know some of the things that I want, but I want to fill in. There's holes, there's gaps in the story, and I don't know how the promise is going to give it to me if I don't don't fill in the gaps because then I'm leaving it to... What chance and guesses and can't be? How can that? You know? How can somebody send me the birthday gift I want if I don't say what the gift is I want? So, um, so that part is you know, frequent contemplation of the mental image. So, and you know, for me, so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do a vision board, and I'm gonna get super clear and. Only, like, specifically exactly what I want is going to be on that vision board. So I'm going to have to have call my friend Kyle and have him send me a picture of his race shop. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm going to do it, Alan. I'm going to do it. It's what I want. I'm going to ask him to send me a picture of yes. <laughs> it. <Sure. that> good. Good. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
0: I'm totally going to do that. So I like that it made you laugh. That's good. It makes my heart feel good. Yeah. are so. Good. I have something for you for your vision board. Okay. lay it on, I, my sister. I wanna I wanna mail it to you. I had a um I printed out a target for you. Oh, I love it. I was printing one out for myself and I thought I'm gonna print one out for Cheryl as well. Oh, I love it. Well, I'm gonna be back on. I'm gonna be back in Carlsbad on Tuesday morning. It's like Tuesday uh-huh. at noon, uh-huh. and I'll be there till Saturday. So maybe we could grab a cup of coffee. I don't know if you have any time this week. Yeah, yeah, I do. So, uh, toward the end of the week. Okay. Yeah, that would be easier for me too. So yeah, Thursday, if you Thursday or Friday, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's let's do that, and we can we can exchange targets then. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. <gasps> All
0: right. So the, the last thing I'll, I had in mind to talk about today was that, um, you know, I told you guys I was going to, like, write down, like, where everything was, like the whole ugly truth for myself before we started mm-hmm. the group because I wanted to see if I could have a tangible, mm-hmm. you know, comparison of start to finish. And, mm-hmm. so, um, and so I... Um, I'm going to say this. I'm feeling a little leery about sharing it because I don't, I, you know, it talks about, and hear about not, you know, like not talking so much about the abundance and stuff. But mm-hmm. I feel like this group is meant to do that. So I want to share it. So I just want to be in the right mind space to share it. Um, so... I was pretty far in the hole when we started this 12 weeks ago, like significantly in the hole. When we started, when I decided to do this mastermind group, I had no work on my calendar, and I was financially in a pretty big hole. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this month, when I get, when I get paid for the, la- for the work I already did in Canada... I will be completely paid. Everything will be completely paid off, 100% paid off, and I will have a little bit of a buffer in the bank. Wow. And I'm going back on the 11th, so when I go back on the 11th, all of that money is just just buffer. It's just pure buffer because I won't have anything left to pay off. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have work coming for the foreseeable future. Um, awesome. On this pro- on this project up there, so um, I am. It makes me want to cry. I am so grateful. It makes me want to cry. Mm. Like it's. I know. It, I know. I didn't do it. I know it was something outside of me that did it. And the part I did was do. You know the footwork, like like trying this, trying to do the principles in this book, and and wanting for everyone, not just for myself. And so I know it wasn't me that did it. It was, it was the universal force. It was, you know, it was source that did it. And I want to thank you guys because without you guys, there would have been no group for me to be a part of. And I cannot tell you how, um, how profoundly grateful I am to you guys for being on this journey um, together as a group because it's, Completely changed my life, and it, I wouldn't have been able to do it alone. So I'm like, I feel really choked up. I cannot. I, I'm just. I'm thankful. Hmm. Thank you for inviting us. I was yeah. just looking at mine too. I pulled mine up, and I'm like, wow, check that out. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean even funny things that I put down like there's the money part but you know you you had us inventory like all the areas. So like you know, my my big my big um anxiety was around like my main source of income was um going away because I stopped caregiving. And then we're gonna get on my own. I was doubling my expenses <laughs> mm. and I literally had like the best month ever
2: um oh, that's awesome.
0: yeah and then um relationships like I even put like sisters and friends good more time and play and then um like I just got back from camp with both of them and I was able to pay for one of them to go because she couldn't afford it and I just knew she needed it so that was just amazing um, so yeah, it's interesting, like, home environment, obviously, that I moved. And some of the other things that I've just been able to, stuff that I wasn't able to do on a regular basis,
1: now I am. Um, I can see it building. uh uh-huh. Yeah yeah I
0: can see some of the areas of my life where things are getting straightened out, and then some areas of my life are in progress, like i know i know I know it's on the way like I know it's mm-hmm. on the way it's the the manifestation I can't see it yet, but I know it's I know it's on the way it's here, it's just not here right yeah yeah uh but I'm gonna write all this stuff i'm gonna write the current down now so that when we start again. Yeah. Yep, that's what I'm going to do, too, is, you know, get the, say, okay, this is where I with the first time through, and now the this time through.
2: I'm excited. And I, I wish
0: I had it. written it down, but I didn't do it. I wasn't focused enough to do it, so I'd like to do it before we start the group again. Yeah, do you? Want, I can. I'm going to send out the email again, Ellen, to the new group for. Oh, wonderful! You know, that'd be great. I'll, I'll send it out so that you'll have it. And uh, at this point, there's. Um, I I think uh, well, Amanda, if if your sweetie joins, and then there's somebody up in Canada, so, um, that I work with up there, and it'll be hard for her to be on the calls live because that's during our work day up there, and I I. Negotiated that and in my contract up there when mm-hmm. I when I started is that you know Mondays for an hour and fifteen an hour and twenty minutes I was not going to be available. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, and then there's someone there's another lady who's interested I don't know if she's going to join or not. So and you know some of the other people that have been in this group I don't know if they're going to. I know one of them is intending to go, move forward with us. That Shell um, told me she she wanted to continue on with it. So. Um, so there will be some of us that are the same and so many people added to the equation and I haven't pushed it real hard. I just kind of put it out there and said whoever, you know, ends up in it would be exactly the right people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I just feel like it'll grow the way it's supposed to. And I am taking action. I ha- I did post it on my Facebook page and I'm in a, I'm inside of a private group with a bunch of um, soulful entrepreneurs and stuff. I've been posting it in there as well. And, you know, letting people know that I'm doing it and offering it to them. You know, if they're if they're interested, so I am taking some action. I'm not I'm not doing the conventional. You know, kill everybody with posts about it. So I just don't. <laughs> not my, it's not my style. It's not my style. So you know, it, it, it's i taking action and then having faith that it's going to be what it's going to be. And I'm you know, I'm not sure I want it. To be a hundred people right now, I like the intimacy of a smaller group. That's what is one of the things that I realized is I don't actually want to turn it into a big, huge thing just yet because I think there is some magic to the intimacy of a smaller group. So, yeah, we'll see. That's, yeah, you know, also before just um, as a possibility for you in doing this, uh-huh. um, I don't, I don't know if you know about the Maestro platform, but I don't. It's a conferencing system that some of the bigger transformational keeps used because you can put people into breakout rooms. You can pair them up or put them into groups of four or whatever oh, inside nice. of a conference call.
2: So you can still have that
0: level of intimacy in small groups but still be serving more people. Oh, so I like that. Okay, I'll, I'll look into that. I'm still on the hunt for a website person. I haven't quite closed the deal on that yet, but um, I'll just keep putting it out there, and I, have, I do have some folks that are in the tech world that are looking for solutions for me, so it'll happen. Yeah. Um, so there's one other thing in the racing world that I want to tell you guys that happened during, I guess, last week. So there's some friends of mine that do this event called the Baja 1000 which is an off-road race and it's a thousand it's called the Baja 1000 because it's the distance it's, I don't know if it's kilometers or miles but one of the two it's long is what I'm going to say it's a thousand of one of those two so it's an endurance race of I don't know 20 hours or whatever the heck it is um, and so my friends have been doing it for the past few years and they've won it every year they've been in it their team has won it and um and so they've been talking about it for quite a while and they have people that go volunteer to work at some of their pit stops along the way and so I emailed them and said hey I've been talking to you guys about going and working one of your pit stops for years and then I never follow up enough and you guys get busy and it doesn't happen so I'm putting my name in the hat this year and I'm going to be like a pit bull and I'm going to like, you know, stalk you guys until you tell me who I need to ask or bribe or beg or, you know, <laughs> negotiate with to get on a pit, you know, pit stop group. And so they both emailed me back pretty quickly and said, we'll put your name in the hat. We'll let people know and, you know, it'd be great to have you join us if, you know, if there's space available. And then, um, and then one of them emailed me back and he said, actually, if you did it next year, that would be even better because they're working on this big new project that they're launching next year. It's a vehicle project and they're launching it next year. And so they're like, we for sure could make a space for you on our team on one of the pit stops because we're going to have a specific team doing a specific thing and I know we can get you on our ticket to awesome. go down there next year. And so I said, cool, you know, this year, next year, you guys just tell me which, what, what, how to make it work. I just want to make it work. And I'm not going to have it be one of these things that I have on my bucket list forever and I don't do it. Mm -hmm. And so 12 hours later, I get another email from one of my friends and he said, well, you know, we're doing this new thing, right? And I was like, yeah, you know, and I did know. And he said, would you ever be interested in racing the race instead of working the pit stop? (laughs) Please. And I was like, uh, I I typed it back. I was like, yes, dot dot dot, yes, all caps, dot dot dot, mm-hmm. yes, all caps, exclamation point, exclamation, like. And so, um, anyway, so I don't know what will happen with it, but the fact that they're even considering that notion because it's a per, it's it's a. I think it would be a kick in the pants. And I am sure I will have to get a bunch of, like, treatments for my back and my neck when it's all over with. But I have to get those doing things that aren't nearly as much fun. I I have someone who can help with that, too, by the way. Okay, great. So, you know, I'm going to have to go remote. Cool. I'll take it. I'll take it. So, yeah, so it's... um, And so there's this actually off-road school, racing school I've been wanting to go to. But I haven't been in the financial circumstances to be able to do it. And um, so now with things changing around, I was like, this is kind of funny because I've been wanting to go do this off-road thing. So now when I get things sorted out and I have a big enough buffer to, to feel like, okay, I can have the buffer and be okay to do a few things like that and still be being fiscally responsible basically because it's not a cheap school um but i'm gonna now i feel like i have even more motivation to go because it's one more thing that would get me closer to being able to be prepared and in the skill set to go and do it so anyways i'm gonna i'm gonna keep i'm just gonna start taking action as if i'm already on that racing team so that's what i decided i got an email and I decided for myself, I am now on that racing team. They might not realize it yet, but I so. am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already going to start taking action because I would awesome. love to go. Yeah, so that's um, uh, unexpected, but kind of exciting. So we'll Congratulations. But, thank you. So, you know, I'm just going to decide it's happening. Oh, well, take you. Okay. Uh-huh, and then I'm gonna to run to catch
1: the bus. So <laughs> uh. Well, I um
0: I'm gonna I was gonna set something up for anybody that wants to meet next week during the flux week. Nice. So um I'll send out an invite. Um cause I, know, I, I know I think Ellen, I think you and I talked about doing it. I think Shell said she'd like to do it that week too. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll be there if, it, if there's a call. I'll be there. Yeah, it, there will be, and me too, because I love this. So, does anybody else have anything else they want to share? Just personally, you guys- gratitude, and thank you so much for making this happen. It's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's my privilege. Can you guys a picture of my vision board when I'm done? Okay, I'm gonna do that too. Maybe I'll do one while I'm here, and my daughter and I could do it together. Ooh, amp up the vibe! I'm totally doing that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, at least invite. I'm gonna do mine. I'm gonna invite. Mm -hmm. I actually, I do. I learned this a long time ago. I do. I buy a newspaper and I do it on a newspaper. Like I Mm -hmm. open up a section of the newspaper and I do it with the newspaper as the background. So then I can fold it up, you know, into a fourth of the size of the newsprint and take it with me places. Oh, I like oh, that's Cool. I can yeah. take because I travel so much. I can take it because I can take a picture. But there's something about being able to actually have it more like life size on the wall. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned to do that. So that's. So I'll send you a picture of mine when I'm done too. I'm gonna have to buy some car magazines. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'll send you an yes. invite, and I will talk to you next week. Good. All right. Have okay. A
1: good one. Talk Thanks. To you
0: soon, too. Okay. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.